Hi there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Grounded in the Middle. I'm Danielle Folk, your host, and today I'm going to be sharing how living out here in the middle has limited our ability to participate in the sport of social media scroll and click, and how I've realized we've been able to engage in more meaningful conversations that have revealed dreams, cleared up misunderstandings, led to really good discussions and heart-to-heart moments, but also the opportunity to get to know myself a little bit better, helping me navigate this winding road I travel on. You know how you hear on the news how rural communities need access to better internet? Well, let me tell you, it's an accurate report because we live life with the most expensive yet most inefficient internet there is. Now, moving out here to the middle, I had been hoping we would find a life that was a little slower and without all the distractions that are available. And wouldn't you know, that wish was granted when we chose one area in the county that has no cell service and some of the worst satellite connectivity there is. Now, let me explain to you how bad it is. Our data pool for a month, um, we've burned through it before, in one day, and this has happened several times, which then leads to even slower internet than over the next 29 or 30 days. We can't stream anything. There's no downloading podcasts, video games, FaceTiming, no Zoom calls. And for those of you who like to watch those short 10 to 30 second clips on social media, this is how bad it is. Probably 98% of the time, I can only get about three to five seconds to play of those short clips. And it is the most infuriating thing. If you can tell, it gets me a little bit fired up because during the pandemic, when companies were able to unleash the power of internet for everyone, we were able to do school and work from home, mostly. But since that period of time has passed, our internet provider has gone back to everything being slow unless you work from like 2 a.m. till 8 a.m. in the morning. And while that is generous of them, it's not ideal. However, I have been up before recording podcasts before 8 a.m. so that I could get them uploaded. Now, what really burns my biscuits even more is that our satellite had to be serviced this summer. And you know what the technician told me? Probably that we've been suffering for the last four years because it hadn't been installed right. The bolts were loose, meaning it wasn't even aligned correctly. And you know what? It gets worse. Because it hadn't been aligned correctly, the satellite was having to search. And when it searches, it uses data from our pool each month. We have and are probably still paying for the satellite to sit out there and search when we're not even using it. And I tell you what, it's just a bunch of malarkey. How about Fioptics, you ask? Well, our electric company partnered with another company to run it out to rural areas and provide service to us. But we found out that they were running it with a focus on areas that are on the way to where solar fields are going to be. So that's not going to help us anytime soon. So my sweet husband has been researching over the summer and he found Starlink. And so we've put our payment down for that in hopes that Elon Musk may actually be able to get a service here, unlike everyone else. I mean, how can civilians be traveling to space last month and I can't even get an email to load? 
So while I love to share all the great stuff that happens out here in the country, it's not all sunshine and rainbows out here in the middle. And I'll be honest with you, I could have been pretty upset in the beginning with the fact that life only got harder for us when we first moved in January of 2018. And the internet was the least of our worries. We had water coming in on our kitchen floor the first night, a water heater that broke and spilled out all over the basement. And when it rained, it literally rained in our home. We had to set up buckets in the kitchen around the chimney, um, at, around the base of it. And then we had to put our plastic totes from moving in our bedroom to catch the rainwater that was coming from a crack in our bedroom ceiling, which was coming from the windowsill upstairs. And that was only in like the first couple months. And from there, it became an uphill battle of unexpected events that we never could have seen coming. I'm almost positive I would not have had the same attitude or approach to this old house and could have had made a real hard turn down another fork in the road. But that's a journey I'll never know since I didn't take the path. However, I find myself reflecting on the path that I did choose and what the circumstances from the past have revealed to me. And I have to say, I've learned the most about myself and our family. With limited ability to participate in the sport of social media scroll and click, I've realized we've been able to engage in some meaningful conversations that have revealed dreams, cleared up misunderstandings, shared stories uh, from our childhood and of our family. And my most favorite part of this time together has been being able to convey love through listening. Something I haven't always been the best at because I didn't always show up to conversations undistracted. I've also found through having more meaningful conversations, I arrive to difficult conversations in a less combative way. And instead of getting ready to fire back, I find that I'm listening to what's being said and I'm able to respond in a more reasonable way. Can you relate to that at all? As we know, change doesn't occur overnight. We are creatures of habit, and I swear the older I get, the harder it becomes to make changes, which is why I think it took us four years um, to really be able to see the effects of engaging more with who I'm with rather than maybe what I'm holding in my hand. But I'll be honest with you, there is certainly still very much an ebb and flow when it comes to being more present when it's extremely easy to be distracted by something that really could wait. I truly believe that we could all benefit from finding a way to eliminate the distractions. And I don't just mean the tangible ones. I think it's important we find time to regularly check in with ourselves on how we're feeling about all the corners of our life. For example, when I first became a mom, I heard so many people tell me, you know, take care of yourself so you can take care of others. And I always felt like it was suggested to me in regards to exercising and eating healthy. And so that's what I did. However, had I taken the time to really sit down and check in with myself, I would have realized that what I really needed 
with some alone time to relieve stress or have an uninterrupted nap. So flash forward to last year during the pandemic, there was a lot of togetherness, which I don't need to tell you. And I naturally found myself seeking moments of quiet by stepping out of the house or taking a drive alone through the country. And it was in those moments that I found out that alone time was something I'm required to have in order to be the best for my family and to be available for them. It was also a period when I was diagnosed with anxiety. And now I feel incredibly different because I'm aware of what I need. And that has helped me become a much better wife and mom, all because I stopped and thought about myself. My point here is, is that it's hard to interact with others the way we would like to when we haven't taken time to check in and see what's going on within ourselves. And whether we realize it or not, we have plenty of distractions between our ears just running in the background of our mind that can keep us from being more present with the people we love and we care for. Can you think of the last conversation you had with a friend or family member? Were you fully present for the conversation or were you distracted by something around you or by something that was on your mind? What is a small change you could make that could create a positive forward motion in keeping in touch with not only others, but also yourself? As you move through the days and the weeks ahead, I hope you'll keep in mind that by being more present to those you love as well as yourself, you can create a positive forward motion in navigating the winding roads ahead. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you will rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and share with those you know. If you'd like to see more of what life is like in the middle, you can find me on Instagram at The Federal Farmhouse or head to my website, thefederalfarmhouse.com. And remember, while the middle is not always the most comfortable place to linger in, it can sometimes create the most memorable pivot in life, the pivot that had to happen for everything else to fall into place. I'll see you next time.